Welcome to this IASA Podcast Network. I am Rich Chavoltz, the Associate Director with the Illinois Association of School Administrators, and I will be interviewing Dr. Jim Rosberg, who's the Director of Masters in Education at McKendree University. Hi, Jim. We go back a long way, and both of us served on an Illinois State Board of Education Committee when changes were being considered and eventually made for teacher and principal licensure. Please explain for our listeners what some of these changes were. Well, as you know, Rich, uh, at at that time, uh, we had some concerns of the effects of it, and sad to say we are feeling some of those effects, but there were a lot of changes that took place at that time. You had, uh, of course, the, the, the biggie, was the basic skills test and the, uh, the, the development of the uh, test of academic proficiency. Uh, you also had, there was a three-year period in Illinois where uh, basically candidates from out of state could not even get jobs in Illinois to meet licensure components in Illinois. That's going in a, in a good direction. There was a change in grade levels for licensure Uh, There's been an addition of the uh, middle school degree now that used to be able to be incorporated into either the elementary or secondary. At uh, the university level, student teachers now have to take the Ed TPA. Total change in principal preparation rules, uh, some good, uh, some bad. Now total change in uh, superintendent preparation uh, rules. Um, and uh, which caused universities basically, like for myself, over 1,200-page uh, uh, renewal that we had to apply for. Um, the, of um, uh, course, um, uh, now the renewal of elementary, secondary, middle school licensure pieces. And, of course, we're dealing with the new uh, PARC test and the change from the ACT to the essay to that that's just a few of the many changes that took place but all of them had major impact yeah so generally speaking you know we we are realizing that we are starting to come across this teacher shortage in illinois of course it's much more evident in rural areas than it is in uh, suburban areas so well, you, you mentioned this uh, test of academic proficiency the the tap test So what's been the effect of that on teacher licensure? Huge Uh, from from the standpoint of, um, well, I give you, I guess a good example I can give you. McKendry on the original basic skills test had a um, um, passage rate of basic skills around 89%. And we had one. And then after the test of academic proficiency was instituted, McKendry's passage rate went down to uh, 29%, one of the highest in the state. So you can see that right in itself, the the huge, huge discrepancy that's taken place of the number of candidates that are uh, able to get into it. Now, the last uh, three months were uh, around 17 to 18% passage rate on that test of uh, academic proficiency. So um, what it's done, it's taken away a large amount of candidates in the pool line uh, and, 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 and it has been a huge negative impact on us. 
So what would be a solution that you would propose for this uh, drastic reduction in passing scores for the TAP test? Well, the good thing Illinois has done is they have instituted the ACT with a 22 average. And that's, again, that's a problem with the uh, TAP test is you have to pass all four components. It's not an average score. So if we have to stick with a TAP test, the first step would be to take an average score because we have examples of individuals that have had outstanding scores in every area, let's say, but mathematics. And because you had to pass all four, then um, you didn't pass. With the ACT, at least it's an average score. So we've been recommending individuals take the ACT. Uh, the other thing we would, I mean, I never thought I would say this, but I think we need to go back to the old uh, basic skills test. And still, because we've got content area tests that are uh, that uh, students still had to pass. So there's still a lot of rigor that, that's in, involved uh, uh, with that. So, um, so from my uh, suggestion would be get rid of the TAP test, go back to the old basic skills test, and lower, uh, after some research, the ACT uh, requirement of the basic skills down to like a 19 or 20 average instead of the 22. The TAP test has been estimated that um, if it was uh, associated with the ACT, it would, uh, an individual would have to get a, a 26 on, on, on that test, uh, ACT, to be equal. So um, those were the things I'd recommend. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the other factors with the teacher shortage, one being the rising cost of education for all Illinois uh, students who are going on to higher education um, how is this affecting our candidates? Well, and, and that's, I think everybody has to take a look at themselves on this. Uh, I mean, it's a simple fact that the higher the tuition, the lesser amount of candidates you're going to have. So it's kind of a dual-edged sword. The whole state funding component of the three years without a budget and the lack of funding to uh, universities has made universities feel forced to raise tuition. That in itself has lessened candidates. But I also think universities have to now um, work to lower, at least stabilized, because around the state, we seem to be raising the tuition uh, every year. I, you know, I'm just rounding off to about 10%. And that, that has really hurt the, the disenfranchised uh, uh, economically disenfranchised candidate. And, and I just, uh, um, I, I think so everybody's going to have to work together to keep that, uh, tuition at a, at a rate where people can af still afford to go to college, but it has been a big impact both at the state and, uh, university level, plus the economy overall in the, um, and, you know, five years ago wasn't all that great, and that impacted people. So in addition to uh, the additional cost at colleges is the idea of the MAP grants have been a real issue. Do you have any suggestion along those lines? Well, to me, that's, instead of saying we're going to cut the funding of the MAP grant or only we're going to give you half of the funding, that's the area that the the state 
can work to make sure that the MAP grant is fully found, funded. Because we are, we're taking away the ability of uh, many individuals to go to universities because of, of the uh, cost factors. The MAP grant provided funds for those that uh, were struggling a little bit economically within their families. And this has really impacted the uh, minority population in regards to the entrance to the university. So you combine the economics plus uh, the TAP test, which has impacted everybody. It is really taken away the ability for those in the minority population to uh, enter into the educational field, which I think is a huge detriment. Okay, then we have issues of even after you get your college education, and then you get a position, teacher pay, the change in retirement benefits for Illinois teachers, the testing of students with the accountability provisions, the general per public perception uh, of education uh, being a, not such an attractive field to go into. So how are those factors affecting the teacher shortage? I think big time. One thing, that, you know, and people don't like to hear this, but one thing, if we want to in, uh, take away some of the teacher shortage, we're going to have to increase beginning teacher pay. Because right now, I mean, let's say an individual's graduating from college with a math degree, and they can enter into a position and starting at, uh, let's say, 60-some thousand dollars, and they're starting in, in education at, let's say, upper 30s. What are they going to do? And, and so through the um, step system of the teacher salary schedule, needless to say, after you become a uh, teacher for many years, uh, pay's not bad. But to get there, where with many candidates, they can come right out of uh, college and, and get a job that's double the salary that they're starting at in education. That, that in itself is a, it, um, it, it is a, a, a big thing. Um, the general public perception, that, that has to change. I mean, I've, I'm sure you've run into this too, but I'm running into uh, teachers now who are telling me they're telling their own children to go out of state to the university. And, and, um, and we have teachers who have told me they're telling their students to go out of state. Um, so that whole perception thing has to change. If Now, Illinois has made some great steps in regards to the reciprocity. I think there's still some work that needs to be done there. But I, I credit this current state board of education for at least taking the initiative so out-of-state candidates can get jobs in Illinois. I think that's going to help school districts, um, but there, there's a long ways to go. Okay, what about this Ed TPA and how does how it affects teacher candidates? Well, it's just another layer of bureaucracy, um, and again, you can't argue with the concept of you know videotaping student teachers and and to see how they are are, are doing. Um, but it, again, 
I think it's eliminating, it has the potential of eliminating a lot of outstanding candidates that just might go under, let's call it camera shock, or I, and same, it's always been, uh, we call it the, uh, uh, some, some uh, students that have testitis and get all shook up every time there's a test. See, there's an art to teaching. And, uh, and I wrote that for the ISA article that, that we've taken away the, those individuals that have that art of reaching kids in the classroom. And we're putting all these roadblocks and we're keeping a lot of outstanding individuals from having the opportunity to work with kids in the classroom. Ed TPA, uh, again, is just another layer of bureaucracy. Um, right now, the passage rates on Ed TPA are are very high, which uh, I appreciate. That's the way it should be when an individual puts in four years of college. But it does raise the question: When you, I mean, is it worth it? Or what's it doing for us if everybody's passing it anyway? But I've got to be real careful here because I want them to pass it. If you work that hard and reach that point and have gone through all these hoops we have in Illinois right now, uh, you should be able to teach at that point of, of student teaching. But um, again, to me, it, it's one of those things that sounds good on paper. I can't argue fundamentally against it, but I don't think it's necessary. So, Jim, uh, in concluding our interview today, what do you think is the one thing we as educators should be promoting to help teacher shortage problem? Well, um, as in education, we have to uh, start um, contacting and spending more time expressing our opinions and what's impacted with the state board and, and legislators. Um, I think um, we have to totally look at uh, the rules that were established from 2000-2014 that had negative results and those that are having positive results. But I think it's a time to take a, a look at some of these things and and um, see what needs needs to be changed on that. I think we need to protect the MAP grant, uh, grant so that the economically disadvantaged uh, can get into the profession. And, and first of all, we've got to change the uh, basic skills test. Um, and finally, um, we, we, in Illinois, we're just overregulated and, and it's hurting. People are tired of it. They don't want to mess with it. They find many of it unnecessary. And if we're going to raise those numbers, we've got to get rid of this current basic skills test. And we've got to change our attitude towards educators because, Rich, you and I both know there are outstanding teachers in this state and they need to be celebrated. Well, thank you very much, Jim, for having the interview with us today. That we'll be publishing on our ISA podcast network and uh, I'm sure a lot of us are going to be working in these very items you talked to us about today. Okay. And, and, and one other uh, thing is for superintendents listening that uh, um, uh, the uh, leadership matters is going to pu publish an article on this uh, that uh, I've written. So I encourage everybody to read it. Thanks a lot, Jim. Talk to you later. See you, buddy.